Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The sense of achievement and relief over beating that final boss, solving a final puzzle, or indeed saving the world, is one of unbridled joy. So, when we get to the end and the game points a finger and laughs at us instead, it can really knock the wind out of our sails. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com and these are 10 video games that insult you for winning. Number 10, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Ghouls and Ghosts and its various iterations are absolutely hard as nails games. Born of the arcade mantra of make games hard equals players have to spend more money, it carried that ethos over to its console ports. Super Ghouls and Ghosts, the upgraded and better looking entry on the SNES, carries on the arcade lineage of being bloody, bloody difficult. Here, poor Arthur doesn't have it easy at all, with shiny armor that still breaks after one hit, as well as the myriad of obstacles and enemies to overcome on his journey to rescue the princess from Sardius. So when you do perform this journey and you make your way to his castle, you'd be right in thinking that you've done it, you've completed it, jobs are good'n. But it turns out that the only prize waiting for you there is the goddess bracelet required to defeat Sardius in the first place. At this point you're probably thinking, right, bring him on, let's go, let's do this final boss battle, but it's not that easy. Instead you have to go and repeat every level again to experience the true ending like it was a piece of cake or something. This just made a lot of players nope straight out of the experience, with many never experiencing the joy of saving the princess at the end of the day. The Benign The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Fetch quests in games are pretty much a standard affair at this point, especially in open world games or adventure games. Usually there are means to deviate off the story path for the chance to earn something for your troubles, you know, reuniting families, discovering long lost treasures, and everything in between. There's usually something worth it at the end. So, when Breath of the Wild invited you to collect 900 Korok seeds, you were probably rubbing your hands in glee at what you might unlock. And while you do earn rewards along the way, considering all the climbing, diving and racing and everything else you have to do to hit completion, you might assume that the grandest of prizes will be awaiting you at the end. But no, you just get some poop, like some literal poop for your troubles. Why, you must be thinking? Well, the director of the game thought it would be funny, you know, just a cheeky little prank. Yeah, you tell me how humorous you found it after slogging all these things out. Number 8, Streets of Rage 3. For a lot of people, Streets of Rage was a great way to get into the side-scrolling brawler genre. As was often bundled in a compilation cartridge practically everyone had with their Mega Drive. As it went from strength to strength with its sequels though, it was always fun to clean up the streets with Axel, Blaze and their revolving door of playable companions. The third one gets touted as being the weakest, but it's still a banger of a game. 
Still, while you were playing it, you'd be right in feeling like a badass when you and a mate reach Mr. X in the fifth stage, thinking, this is it, this must be the end of the game. And that is technically true if you're playing on easy, but it's not the story's true ending, as the game makes abundantly clear by pointing at you and telling you that you haven't won properly if you have gotten this far in easy mode, and sticking his middle finger up at you saying that nope, you don't get any true ending, you have to do it on a higher difficulty. It was both an insult and a life lesson, and one pithy dig from a robot. Number 7, Assassin's Creed 2. Feathers are just a pain, aren't they? I mean, unless they're attached to birds, they're a nuisance. They poke out your pillow, they get in your mouth, and they're generally just a bit of an inconvenience. Yet, in the spirit of honour and revenge, Assassin's Creed 2 has you honour the memory of a dead family member by collecting 100 of these floaty things. So, beside the duty of avenging fallen family, why should you bother with them? Well, snag half of them and you'll be treated to a nifty hammer for your efforts. Granted, hammers aren't exactly delicate and stealthy weapons for assassins, but look, we just had Assassin's Creed Valhalla where you were literally a Viking, so I don't think that's really a problem now. It's a pretty decent reward, but that's only half. What greatness awaits at getting the full whack? Well, it's a cape. It's a swishy, pointless adornment that Ezio already has a wardrobe full of, and to really rankle you, the magical power that you get with this cape isn't invulnerability, it's not invisibility, it's not the power of gods, it's the power to raise your notoriety to the maximum, meaning that every guard and his distant cousin will descend on you like a starving man at a buffet table. So yeah, it screws you over basically, and next time you might as well just be better off not collecting all of these already annoying collectibles. Number 6, Borderlands. Treasure is the ultimate reward of every pirate, explorer, raider of tombs, and time team going. Whilst the opportunity to explore new and long-lost civilizations has its allure in and of itself, the thought of coming home with something shiny and priceless is always the big appeal. It's the same with the Vault Hunters from the first Borderlands game. I mean, the clues are literally in the name, really. The entire purpose of each of them, as well as the various forces trying to stop slash beat them, is the fabled vault and all of the purported riches that you can imagine within. So by the end of Borderlands, you've made it, whether by yourself or with your comrades, only to be greeted in the vault by the Destroyer. Ironically, you destroy the Destroyer and wait patiently to be showered in untold wealth and riches that just never come. That's because it turns out that the only thing filling the vault was the Destroyer, imprisoned thousands of years ago. Only no one thought to make a record of that, duping many into thinking that they'd be a massive payload after all of this. Yeah, we got screwed over well and good with this one. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Number five, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. Time travel in fiction can be a funny old thing. What you do in the past may affect your present, or something you don't do can have adverse consequences you didn't even understand, or perhaps you've already done it and you just don't know it yet, it's difficult trying not to think too hard about it. Unfortunately, while we can turn our brains off to all of these consequences, the titular prince in Prince of Persia, he gets a dose of time travel shenanigans and is narrating his tale to an unseen entity in the sands of time, at this point seemingly at the end of his journey. This all turns out to be Farah though, who accompanied him throughout his journey with the two growing closer. The trouble is, the prince gets everything right and thus by the end, undoes all he did to get to where he was now. The trouble is that to right wrongs and defeat the evil, the prince has to undo every part of the journey that got him to where he is at the end of the game. This includes all of his interactions with Farah as well, as it transpires that she has no knowledge of him or why he's even telling her all of this nonsense. It was then a bit of a slap to the player and the prince to discover that all your hard work won't be remembered by anyone because you turn back time. Number 4, Devil May Cry 5. 
Devil May Cry games have a pedigree for being hard. The first one mocked players who sucked by offering an easy mode if you die too many times on the first boss, and the third one doubled down on difficulty with a notoriously steep learning curve even before you got to the bloody palace. By the time the fifth game in the numbered series rolled around though, players had had the time to hone their devil hunting skills. So when the game starts you off against the main antagonist, some players wanted to test their mettle. Most of us took this initial boss fight as one of those meant to lose battles, but gamers sure do love a challenge. And against all the odds, if you could smash this big lad before you even knew what was going on in the story, you'd be feeling pretty smug. You know, Bosch, job done, another demon dealt with, world saved, shower me with prayers, etc, etc. Instead, though, the game just says, no, this isn't how it's supposed to go, go and do it properly, and has you getting defeated anywhere. Sure, beating this boss early will unlock other difficult options early as well, but factoring your victory in just isn't how Capcom rolls. It's time to try again. Number 3. Alien Trilogy an amalgamation of the first three Alien films, hence the title, Alien Trilogy is part retelling of the story, part fictional spin-off. Playing a series hero Ripley, now a marine of some sort in this, it was a decent first-person shooter for 1996's home consoles. Well, it wasn't the best first-person shooter, but give me this at Colonial Marines and I know which one I'm picking any single day. Yet, like a lot of old-school games, it was piss-hard, but fortunately for you, help was at hand in the form of cheat codes. However, if you exploited these to cheese through the game reach the conclusion, taking out these xenomorph hordes, you'd be greeted with the intro cutscene again. See, Acclaim weren't going to let you finish this one off without a fight, and if you were trying to show off how good you were to your mates with the cheat codes enabled, you'd be instead exposed as the cheating fraud you are by the time the game was over. So yeah, you might have thought you got away with it, but you absolutely did not. Number 2, Metal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain. Being the legendary big boss, well, kinda, carries a certain pedigree of being the most badass soldier ever to carry the title. Renowned around the military world, it's a role with a high standard to uphold. Unless, that is, you can't get a hang of the game's standard difficulty settings. Adding insult to injury if you die enough or repeatedly fail a mission in Metal Gear Solid 5, the retry screen will offer you a chicken hat to wear for your terrible efforts. Take this to get by and complete what is otherwise a damn good action game, and that victory will also come alongside a big comical hood for Snake to wear. It does actually have a positive though, any guard that spots you will turn a blind eye a few times, allowing you to carry on. Still, you have to live with the fact that the enemy doesn't even take you all that seriously. Even worse, playing it on engraded missions will lower the rank, so don't think it's a freebie for a better score, it's just a testament to how bad you are. Number 1. Super Mario Bros. The absolute pinnacle, the absolute most meme-worthy insult to victory you've ever seen, yep, our princess is in another castle. You hadn't quite experienced such betrayal as a child until seeing this screen, which comes in the moment after you've defeated Bowser, only to be greeted by one of those mushroom-headed little burks cheerfully telling you that you just missed the princess. But what really, really stings is that this doesn't just happen once, like you've mistakenly gone to the identical-looking castle next door instead. This happens several more times until you finally rescue her in the eighth world. So yeah, this game taught us not to trust anyone. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.